Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hello, Team Embolden. Yesterday, you learned about the fifth thing written on most tags, care instructions. Maybe that's why I love sweatpants so much, because you don't have to worry too much about reading the care instructions that are sewn on the tag within them. You don't have to be tender, cautious, and handle them with white gloves. Sweatpants are low pressure. However, we should have self-care that reflects the finest garment that we own. It is possible that many of you grew up thinking your care instructions were pulled directly out of your scroungiest sweatpants. (laughs) Is that a word? Scroungiest? I don't know what I'm coming up with. Sometimes, though, that's the way I talk to myself, and these poor care instructions make me sit in my sweatpants and sulk while I wonder how in the world I'm going to find enough self-worth to chase after my dreams. If you didn't give yesterday's episode a listen and you suffer from bad self-talk, it's very important that you circle back and get caught up to speed on the fifth thing written on most tags. Today, we're going to shine a bright light on the sixth and final thing written on most tags. This is a category that hits the hardest in my tag world, and one of the categories where I find most of my tags. It's foreign language. Now you might be wondering, what is she talking about foreign language? How does that have anything to do with the world of tags? Well, on most tags, you will find the care instructions for the garment you're wearing also written in a foreign language. Well, actually, let me be real with you. I don't speak a foreign language, so there may be more information written there besides the care instructions. That's just what I'm assuming is written in other languages that you see on most tags. Foreign language is a tag that you wear that doesn't or shouldn't make sense to you that you should have never picked up or accepted or attached. In fact, some of you are so prone to foreign language tags that you will actually jump in front of insults, harsh criticism, and hateful speech that is meant for another person. You allow the label to land on you so that another person won't let it land on them. Think of it as walking through life, picking up the garbage that other people are leaving behind them that wasn't even meant for you. You wear it like it belongs to you just because you want to protect other people from having to wear it. It's like carrying other people's baggage just to try to shoulder some of their burden so that you can lift others up who possibly get tagged more often than you do. Foreign language generally shows up in three different ways. The first is when someone you like or love says something to you that's hurtful and inaccurate or untrue. They say it, it doesn't make any sense, and you're flustered by the fact that that's what they actually think of you. You almost can't believe the words that came out of their mouth, yet you still let it land on you and you still choose to wear it. You make this assumption that if they're saying this to you, it must be true. The second is when a total stranger has the gumption to confront you and say something to you and you're like, what? I don't even know you. How dare you? You have a lot of nerve. We've all had this happen to us. In the moment when this happens to you, you shake your head. The person doesn't even know me. How could they say that to me? Yet often we find ourselves attaching tags that hit us as an insult that someone we didn't even know said to us. The third is having a conversation amongst strangers. As you listen to their harsh judgments or false assumptions, some emotional injury inside of you starts to attach to what they're saying and it starts to burn. You actually attach tags based on this conversation between strangers. 
Because somewhere inside of you, you're making the assumption that they and other people talk harshly about someone who is like you. So that must mean they're making assumptions about you. For the sake of helping you further understand the foreign language category, I want to share a story with you. In the beginning of this year, before this crazy pandemic hurricane hit this world and closed down the world as we knew it, I had just signed up for a membership at a local gym called Orange Theory. One of the salespeople who was in charge of new customer engagement, Kiana, she and I became fast friends. She is awesome, just an absolute tornado of energy connection and inspiration. She pays attention to the needs of people, is intentional about making touch points with you, ensures you're getting on the workout schedule, and even jump in with you and get her sweat on when you join a class. One day as we were warming up and stretching, she was chatting with a young woman who was sitting on the opposite side of me. I don't know her name since I didn't meet her, but I'm going to call her Ireland for the sake of this story because she had beautiful red hair, light porcelain skin, editorial-worthy freckles that adorned her nose and dissipated as they reached her cheeks, and a body. Well, (laughs) let me just say, a body that women are typically envious of. She was stunning and very obviously caught everyone's attention in the room. In addition to her natural beauty and the poise through which she carried herself, she had a giant (laughs) diamond ring on her wedding ring finger. It was beautiful and sparkled even in the dim lights of this gym. When Kiana finished greeting Ireland, I leaned over and whispered to her, who is that? Kiana leaned over and said, oh, that's a woman that used to be married to one of my best friends. She briefly explained that she was remarried to someone else now. I couldn't help myself. I said, holy crap, did you see that ring? It's enormous. She replied, oh, she is the one who has the money in the relationship. She actually works for a family business that her parents built and does very well for herself thanks to this opportunity. As Kiana explained Ireland's situation to me, he started to rise into my chest. Kiana had no idea that I too am the daughter of a successful parent-constructed family business and an owner and member of that family company. In fact, I was 18 years into my opportunity as we were having this conversation. Kiana also didn't know that I have, at many times in my life, received some pretty harsh judgment and assumptions about the handout that I was given, for lack of better words, and my role in the company. As Kiana finished telling me about Ireland, she said, yeah, it must be nice. I said, what must be nice? Using as much ignorance as I could find within me, she replied, you know, having rich parents, being handed a good job, making a lot of money, owning a house by the time you're 24 years old. It would be amazing. I nodded in agreement and hoped she wouldn't see my insecurity and all of my tags that were screaming to get out of my throat. As I drove home from the gym, I processed intently the many times I have thought or said those exact same words about someone who I think might have it better than me, who I think might have had it easier than me. The many times that I have made this assumption that the grass was greener on the other side of the fence. How many times in your life have you said those words to either yourself or out loud for someone else to hear. Must be nice. But what if it isn't? What if it isn't at all what you think it is? What if being in a family business is like having shackles around her ankles and wrists? What if in the long run, she's limited by the opportunity that seems so nice to us in this moment? What if she's required to play the part that wasn't meant for her because she's trying to honor a family legacy? 
What if her parents are ill and need her to come in and run a family business and have more responsibility than most 24-year-olds because she has a limited amount of time to learn and take over before she loses the people she loves? There are so many what-ifs that Kiana and I aren't aware of when it comes to Ireland's story. So many gaps that would need to be filled in in order to fully understand what she's going through and what her life is really like. On the flip side of the coin, what if it is nice? Does she not deserve it because it isn't what we were all handed in life? Kiana meant nothing negative as we shared this conversation that day. She had a friendly, respectful relationship with Ireland and was a bit envious of her accomplishments and lifestyle. This is a perfect example of how we attach foreign language tags based on seemingly random conversations. This is the harsh reality of the tag that I wore for years. The tag that I left holding a little bit tighter when I left the gym that day. Daddy's little rich girl. No matter how hard I worked, how much I accomplished and achieved, how much I earned and how much I cared, there seemed to always be a stigma and assumption made about my easy life and the credit I deserved because of the perceived handout of a family business. This exemplifies how we insert a title We label our tag based on situations that aren't always direct and are often perceived from insinuation. They don't have to be logical for them to make sense to us or to make sense to you. Don't get me wrong. There have been many people who have intentionally and hatefully called me daddy's little spoiled rich girl, not knowing a damn thing about my parents' success, our business model, my years of work and commitment to the company, or how much I really was handed. Kiana would never call me a spoiled little rich girl. Yet that day, this particular tag burned inside of me as I put my head down and hoped that I wouldn't have to tell my new friend that I too work in a family business. If this episode has resonated with you, I hope that you're able to address the tags that have come from the foreign language surrounding you and the foreign language written on your tags. Today's episode wraps up the six things written on most tags. I hope that you have a better understanding of brand, size, origin, material, care instructions, and foreign language, and how each piece and category relates to your life. We've processed through a lot of heavy content and serious stories over the past two weeks on this show, so tomorrow will be a lighthearted episode about the tag Night Owl.